We're we're really in it now, Dawson. We're really in it now. We're Carson. in the end game now. We're that's you know I I know a guy who said that one time. Uh, was his name Prince Caspian? <laughs> no. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. That's a long name for a guy. Also, no, no, no. I was asking if there was a different guy named Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Oh no. Um, this guy was named Spider Man. Oh, mm, yeah. we're in the Spider-Man now. We're in the Spider-Man now. Uh, does does Aunt May get blipped too? Um, I think it's implied that she did. Um, because yeah, like there there's not a scene between Peter and May where they're like, "Oh damn, I missed you, Peter." <laughs> Oh shit, Peter! Oh shit! Yo. Oh shit, Peter! I what's missed up, you, Pete? <laughs> Peter. Peter, what's up, kiddo? Yeah, exactly. What's up, Broheim? Yeah. That's how Aunt May talks now. Yeah, Broheim. New new Aunt May update. She talks like she's your personal trainer. Yeah. What's up, Broski? I missed you, Peter. <laughs> You're gone for a minute, dude. You know what? You know what kind of Pete? I missed you, Peter. I. You know what? I missed you, buddy. I missed you, Peter. Peter, I miss the shit out of you. I miss the hell out of you. She's Peter. also Marjorie Taylor Green. Weirdly <laughs> enough. Magic the Gathering, as I like to call her. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, what's, I, I just realized it's confusing me now. What's up? So didn't um, uh, like have you seen all the the new Spider Man movies, the Marvel ones? Yes, the only one I haven't seen. I assume you're not including the newest Spider Verse. No, I'm not. Because I ain't seen that shit. Well, you should. It's good. I might um, watch it tonight. Wow. 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 But, um, uh, Sponge. Was it, um, in Far From Home, the second one, when May and Happy were like having a, like, we're dating or whatever? Yeah, they're dating. Okay. You know, so that, and that was pre Endgame. And then, yes. um, post Endgame. Is no way home. Wait, no, 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 no. Far from home is is post end game. Is it? Yes. No way. Yes, it's the it it came out. Oh, you're right. After end you're so right. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Because yeah. my my, I I had it in my head that it came out pre end game, and then I was like, well, no way home was post end game. So Happy was holding on to that yeah. summer fling for five years, <laughs> but I just completely didn't fucking remember what happened. In it's so years. fucked up that um, it's so fucked up that the End Game came out the year before uh COVID. Yeah, like it is funny <laughs> that like there's a movie where like for five years everything's different. <laughs> And then, like a year later, it's like, it's oh like, shit! For two years, everything's different. Yeah. You emerge from your cave and you run into your friend, and he looks five years older. Yeah, it's that's like, true. It's just like yeah. that movie, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I hit my, I hit like my second puberty. I like to call it right before COVID. Your second puberty. Yeah, like my hairline got fucked up, and also, <laughs> which I mean, that's getting old, but like my hairline. Like the widow's peak started receding a little bit more, mm. but also I couldn't grow a beard until like three months before COVID, mm. and like I was just I was rocking it for a while, and then like during COVID I like seriously was like I'm I'm not gonna fucking shave at all, 
I'm also probably not going to put on real clothes at all, mm-hmm. which I didn't really do. Mm-hmm. So I had to go work back at Guitar Center. Big old Ooh. thumbs down. We're holding a symbolic thumbs down. We're both holding thumbs downs Fuck right now. that. Yeah. I worked at Amazon during COVID. That's right. You told me about that. Yeah, for three months, and then I quit because I wanted to kill myself. How far into COVID did you start working for Amazon? I worked... I was working there. Um, I started October 2020, so it was like pretty deep in okay. it still. Um, it was like shit was barely starting to kind yeah. of turn around, but like it was the kind of thing where it was like we could see restrictions getting lifted in general, like outside of the workplace in sure. like a few months yeah. or something. But because restaurants really weren't doing the like sitting outside thing until then, were they? Um. I think that was like the primary way that you could eat at restaurants at that point was sitting outside. I ate at a restaurant inside in November 2020. Damn, that restaurant was slacking. <laughs> They're still in business. They got a great health code. Oh wow. Score. I ate there the other night. Wow. Um yeah, not to brag or anything, but I eat dinner sometimes. Really? I know. I need to I- do that after this podcast. Ooh, you want to do it together? Sure. Okay, cool. I haven't eaten anything today. For real? Yeah. I'd oh. I be forgetting. Because I'm like trying to gain so much weight right now and like then turn it into muscle. Mm. Um, You don't realize how fucking hard gaining weight is. Until you try Until to. you fucking are trying to do it. Yeah. Like it's when you're not trying where you're like, oh man, all of a sudden <laughs> I have a gut. Fuck. Yeah. But like this shit is hard, dude. Yeah. Like this shit is gnarly. I feel like it's like the, the same as when you're not trying, but you're more focused on it. So yeah. Like, you don't I stopped. You don't notice the the weight gain when you're not yeah. trying until it's there, but then like you're trying to notice it now. I stopped tracking my calories. Um like I, I stopped tracking my macros and uh I think it's legitimately helped me a lot mm-hmm. because like I would just have so much anxiety. I'd be like I'm not going to hit it today. And then I would, but I would hit it every single fucking time because I would like have anxiety about it at 2 p.m. Yeah. Like before I've even like. I'm eaten, almost uh, out of the day. Yeah, no, I'm like, fuck, I have, I only have eight hours to eat a thousand more calories. I only have enough calories that will be fulfilled by dinner left at 2 p.m. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. no, no, no kidding. Yeah. So like I would have anxiety about it. It was just like annoying the fuck out of me but like ironically i've gained more muscle since i stopped tracking yeah like way more it's crazy it's not it's how that works <laughs> yeah i mean like everyone's body is different so like if you're tracking yeah. calories based on like a standardization it's not gonna fucking work yeah. out yeah you gotta no, for like, sure figure out what works for you uh i was talking to andy williams um famous wrestler the butcher oh okay. about uh about how many calories he eats a day I was expecting like five or something like that. He was like oh, five calories. No, five thousand. But like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, oh, like you know, on a light day, like sixty five hundred. Oh I was my like, god, god <laughs> fucking damn, dude. Uh, that's how the boy you get eats, that beefy, man. I guess that boy gets beefy that as boy fuck. Eating. I showed my dad a picture of him last night. My dad was like, "That guy's your friend," and I was like, "Uh huh, yeah." He's my scary big friend. Um, I think we all need a scary big friend in our lives. Oh, yeah. You're one of mine. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) 
Not not big in muscle, mind you, dear listener. I'm You're very, just really tall. I'm just very tall. Yeah. Not muscular at all. But I get the job done. When we've been having technical difficulties on stage, I've been either saying one of two things. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, one of them is a love joyism, which is what's the highest number you could think of. I have been thinking about using that next time. Oh, do I it. Into that. <laughs> the second one is who's the tallest person in this room. <laughs> and every single time there's always one singular guy in the crowd that everyone's like, Oh, it's, well, it's this fucking guy right here. <laughs> and every single time I'm like, yeah, he's pretty tall. Like, <laughs> that's a pretty tall guy, right? That's there. a pretty tall guy. Um, we I kind of want to do that. But because I'm like the the odds of me being the tallest guy in the room are not slim. So I want to try that one time. And then like the audience not points slim. out the guy and then it's... I bring him up on stage to see if he's taller than me. Oh, and... <laughs> that's so much that time. I mean, it depends on how long the technical difficulty is. On yeah, how, true. How much I can true. ride that out. But we have technical difficulties like every six shows mm. and like. It's always like an annoying one where like it's uh, like at the He is Legend show, Dan's guitar strap busted off of um like the hinge thing mm. on his guitar. So he had to switch guitars. Um, Maddie broke a string at one of the Better Lovers shows. Um, but like normally it's something just like fucking annoying where mm. like the Kemper is making some garbage sound that sounds like, you know, that's like how I imagine. Remember that lady that was dangling from the helicopter and she was spinning a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> airlifted out of that cage. Yeah. One time Maddie's amp was making how I imagine. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think about that video like every day I, of my life. Dude. I don't know how that happened, dude. Like, <laughs> you think somebody like twisted up the rope a lot? It was just like you, you guys. You're never gonna believe this prank. A, ri- a rival helicopter airlift, like, was just like a rival hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're gonna take these fuckers down once and for all, dude. <laughs> Hospitals having like beef two like high that. schools like stealing yeah. each other's mascots, yeah. <laughs> Instead of like fucking, you think like Grady and Emery are like beefing? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Emery's like the rich kid hospital. Yeah, Grady's yeah. like they're they're something. All right, but they know. both hate children's healthcare. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> they hate Scottish right. And St. Jude's is like Switzerland. Sure. Yeah. No, they no, don't they no don't attack St. Jude. There. Yeah. Um last tangent before we get into the song. Um watched uh The Chronicles of Narnia Prince Caspian last night. I saw. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh your review had me very curious. Is all you Homeboy's all you wrote. doing the <laughs> Yeah, no. Say, all you wrote was it. he does that accent the whole movie, huh? <laughs> Prince Caspian mm-hmm. is a British gentleman, played by a British man by by Ben by the name of Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes. And let me tell you, I don't think it's it's any coincidence that this boy ain't worked much since since these movies. Why is that? He's doing 
a like horrible like somewhere in between like Mediterranean and Middle Eastern accent in this fucking movie and he's doing it very poorly. Why didn't he just do British? Dude, I'm saying. <laughs> and like the thing is is I kind of thought he started British in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well he's British, that makes sense. Like, you know, people are usually British in fantasy things. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like nobody questions it. Whatever. But this fucker like He's like, I did not believe in talking animals until yesterday. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is this guy? It's so strange. He's like, I did not. Uh, like, it's like French, Mediterranean, and like, like racist Middle Eastern all like <laughs> rolled into one. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and it's really bad. Like, it's distracting. I, I couldn't get past how bad it was. That's crazy. Um, and I was like, why didn't he just do a British accent? But now I want to watch the Narnia movie after it to see if he just drops it. I don't know if he's in that one. Yeah, he is. Oh, really? Voyage of the Dawn Treader? Yeah. What I said earlier? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never saw that one. I don't think I ever saw Prince Caspian either. Prince Caspian is... It's all right. I remember seeing the poster and thinking that Prince Caspian was really hot. Yeah. And then I never he saw is. the movie. He is very hot. He's been in Westworld since doing a bad American accent in that. Oh. I'm starting to think this Ben Barnes character shouldn't do accents. I think people should stop telling him to do those. <laughs> he might be an Oppenheimer, too, honestly. Really? I don't think so. You must be he thinking of someone else. Some other guy that was Are you in a thinking kid's of movie? Roderick from Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Because he is an Oppenheimer. Yes, that is who I'm thinking of. That is legitimately exactly who I was thinking <laughs> of, Dawson. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, Dane DeHaan is in Oppenheimer. Yeah. Haven't seen that guy in a little Fucking while. Fucking kills it, though. Oh, he's great. Like, goes insane. I really style. like um that uh Aldrich... Uh, Al- Al- what is that guy's fucking name? Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Yes, thank you. He did I, great, too. I really like... It. First of all, that forehead is doing half the work. But yeah, <laughs> that guy's got an enormous forehead. He's got a powerful forehead. Powerful forehead, very pronounced brow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was like, that is a German fucker right there. Speaking of big foreheads, um, I saw the Iron Claw. Oh, lots of foreheads in that lots movie. Lots of foreheads in that movie. One of my favorite actors is in that movie. Which the guy one? that plays their dad. Oh, that guy. He was great. I I wanted to fucking kill him. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet you did. Um, do you know like the the shit with the the Von Erich family? I don't really, and I'm kind of just looking forward to the movie like mm. revealing all of that to me. Yeah, the movie's not like a hundred percent accurate, but it gets like it gets the gist of it, and also the real life story is worse. Which is insane because you watch the movie and you're like, this is one of the most crushing films I've ever seen in my life. No. And then you look it up and it's like, there's a whole other brother that they had to cut out because the the director was like, people are not going to believe that this happened if we leave this Damn. guy in. And the family's cool with it. Like, uh, the, the, the family's, family, like, yeah, family's cool with the movie and everything. 
they're like, yeah, it's not completely accurate, but I mean, it gets the gets the message across and everything. Sure. So yeah. I mean, and like, I, I read an interview with the director where it's like, he's been working on this movie for fucking years and years, and um, all the choices he made to like cut uh things and um switch up timelines or whatever it was like in service of the story which i feel like a lot of um biopics like kind of uh don't really do right but this movie did it right because like the the broad strokes of everything that happened in the movie is true yeah it's just like it might not have all happened in that order sure or like or all that but i mean great movie um i saw it with my brother uh the day after we both uh got to my parents' house to stay there for for Christmas and um there's a line at the very end of the movie um that almost made both of us cry um and oh really we never cry at movies damn and like there's a line at the end where it was like god damn man <laughs> shit it and it's like it was it was like in such a sad movie, it's kind of remarkable that the thing that got me closest to crying was the most hopeful line in the movie. So, mm. like, yeah, highly recommend that movie. Um, yeah. Sad as fuck. Uh, if, you've ever, if you've ever watched a movie with someone who cries during movies and you bring them, they're going to be uh, in inconsolable shambles. the gotcha. whole time. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing Ferrari on Saturday. I'm curious about that one. Yeah. I'm very curious about it. Adam Driver in makeup that makes him look the same age as Penelope Cruz. <laughs> but Penelope Cruz is still somehow hotter. Yeah. Very interested. Very, very interested. I, I saw a trailer for it, and I saw the goofy-ass car crash, and I was like, what, why would they put that in the trailer? I'm excited. I I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it whenever I do. I like that Adam Driver. I like him. And you I, see, I can't really put my finger on why. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah. He was the best part of that dumbass new Star Wars trilogy. Was he the best part of that? Yeah, he's Kylo. Kylo Ren. Somehow, Marriage Story has returned. <laughs> Somehow, every day <laughs> I wake up and Palpatine's alive. <laughs> and uh, somehow, welcome back to the podcast. That's right. Whoa, that was uh, nineteen minutes. Nineteen in, minutes in, give or take. New record. Um, I don't possibly? know. Maybe. I don't know if we've ever forgotten to do that. But um, I'm one of your hosts, Dawson. I have he/him pronouns. I am your other host, Carson. I I'm. Flicking the, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm flicking the circuit breaker on my he him pronouns, <laughs> meaning I'm turning them on. Oh wow! <laughs> it's a big neon sign above Carson's head that says he him. He right him. Now. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, this is a Fallout Boy podcast. In case you forgot. Yeah. Um, in case us only talking about movies we've seen <laughs> threw you off a little bit. Um, before uh. Uh, next episode, I'll talk about Wonka before we get to the the song. But oh, did um, you see it or no? Nope. I'm mm. I'm gonna see it though. I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I'm gonna see it. Someone told me that if you don't like 
like if you if you pl- watch it like the songs are supposed to be like comedically bad then you will laugh through the entire thing mm-hmm. but if you like swallow your like like if you suspend your disbelief that Timothy Chalamet like if you just you're like he can sing actually he can sing like it it's like it's stomachable but mm-hmm. like so at some points like you're just like whoa dude yeah. so we'll see we'll find out we'll see um, but until then um we have a fallout boy song to talk about yes, we do. today um and that song is a little less 16 candles a little more touch me here's a snippet of it and it's over look at that look at that look at that you believe that it's over um it's so fucking over i think i like this song i like it smile i do too um i think that maybe my apprehension to saying that is like is this the simplest fallout boy song we've done um We've done a couple, or at least one evening out with your girlfriend songs, and I feel like those are just simpler in general. I honestly think that maybe they have more going on than this song does. Mm. This song is so over the plate and so geared towards being like a single that it almost like it eclipses the artistry that could have been injected into it, I mm-hmm. guess, or the artistry that was injected into it. Um, it's, it's real, str- it's real strange how easy this song is. Yeah. So, so simple. Um, when usually I, I think fall out boy has a little bit more going on than this. Mm. Um, but I mean, I, I think I really do like it. um, and uh, I, of the songs on From Under the Cork Tree that were singles, I think this might be just below Dance Dance for me. This is definitely below Dance Dance for me. Um, well, Dance Dance being my favorite, I think this is my second favorite. Because mm-hmm. Dance Dance, as we've talked about, fucking crazy song. Yeah. But this is like, I mean, this doesn't even break three minutes. No. Like, let's talk about that for a second. Very, very short song. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other singles from this record? It's Dance Dance, um, Sugar. Sugar. This. There's one other. And um, I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this I'll find song out. about I'll, me. I'll find out. I There's guess. an obvious one that I'm sure we're missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a little stupid sometimes. We are a little fucking stupid. But uh yeah, let's uh doesn't break three minutes. Doesn't even get there. Um it's just barely under three minutes. Yes. Uh and not like not inherently a bad thing. But uh it does um leave this song kind of I wouldn't say underdeveloped because it gets everything across like pretty efficiently, but it's just like I don't know. Pretty goddamn short, ain't it? It's very short, and it was originally titled A Little Less Molly Ringwald, A Little More Samantha Fox. The the original title referenced Molly Ringwald, who played the quiet and innocent Samantha Baker in 16 Candles, and the pop singer Samantha Fox, who performed the 1986 single Touch Me, I Want Your Body. 
I like this title that they went with. More. I like it way more. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's more clever than just naming the people involved. Yeah, no, I th- I think that it's it's awesome. The other single was "I Slept with Someone." I knew it. Um, I didn't know that this was a single till just now. Yeah, I mean it's obvious. There's a like, six minute video for this. What? Not <laughs> even three minutes long. Yeah, they're all like vampire hunters. Uh, well, Pete Wentz is a vampire because, yeah, I mean, he has to be. It's Pete Wentz. It's Pete Wentz. Um, and he's like getting revenge on a different vampire gang, who mm. because they turned him into a vampire. And I hate it when that happens, dude. To me. Yeah, no, that's the worst. All the time. Speaking of vampires, you didn't take off any of your rings to record, which you normally do. Oh, I just wasn't thinking about it. No, it's okay. It's just like. You do look like a vampire with all those fucking <laughs> rings. Like, I hope you know that. I got a new one. Um, my sister oh, yeah. got me one for Christmas. This one. You have a sister? Yeah. Am I stupid? I don't know. I don't know if I've brought them up before. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, I do have a sister. They live in Chicago. That's right. Yes, yeah. you've brought up your sister before. Yeah. Um. No, that's awesome. What is it? It's um, it's silver. Um, sterling silver and the the blue and the red are two different kinds of rocks. I forgot which oh. what kinds of rocks, but it's cool. Meth and lava. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool. Meth and lava. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Pete Wentz is good casting for a vampire, as far as members of this band goes. I think the only one that could convincingly be a vampire. Definitely. Yeah, no, I couldn't see Andy or Patrick or Joe as a vampire. Maybe Joe. Mm. Maybe Joe. I feel like Joe is more more zombie-coded sure, than a vampire. Yeah. Maybe you know, I can't really see Joe as anything other than a sexual predator <laughs> because of the I don't care video <laughs> where, where they all get me too It's crazy. I don't know what the thought process was there. I thought it was crazy. About that. Um, Andy's a werewolf, 100%. You think so? Yeah. You of, think he's looking the, at that moon and going a woo? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Every right. full. Have you ever seen Andy out in a full moon? No, I haven't. That's exactly. a good point. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. the only logical conclusion there is that he's a werewolf. I think more bands should like like when they're canceling shows, they're like, they're like, sorry, we're unable to perform in St. Louis tonight because it's a full moon, <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't say anything else. <laughs> That would be. I really would love funny. that. I would love that. That'd be so funny, and it's a great way to get assassinated when you get back to that city. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are unable to perform in Bora Bora due to where the Little Dipper is placed. We are evening. unable to perform in Little Rock because, uh, because our lead singer was abducted by a big gang of 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 guitars. A big gang of guitars? Yeah. <laughs> big gang of guitars sounds like a Bob Seger side project. Yeah. Big or just a Bob Seger album. True. Big gang of guitars is actually, might actually be a good band name. Not it's bad. like so bad it's good. It, it's it's like, it loops back around. Did I tell you, know? you, did I tell you that I, I thought about the band name Giant Peach the other day? And I was kind of bummed that I'm not in a band called Giant Peach. Uh, if If you... If you form a band called Giant Peach, you should you should find someone named James to to be in it. Yes, yes, but don't call it James and the Giant Peach. Just call no, no, it Giant no. Peach. Giant Peach, and then one of the members is James. Yeah, absolutely. What would you, what would you do if if 
Pete Wentz was named James. <laughs> James Wentz? James Wentz. Uh, Do you think they'd be famous? No. Pete Pete is just such an iconic name. Mm. You know? Just such a straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Think of all the famous Peters we have. Peter Jackson. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Who's uh, in Prince Caspian. Wow. I know. And Elf. Elf, that's right. <laughs> and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And X-Men Days of Future Past. And Avengers Infinity War. And that new Hunger Games. He's in that. He is in that. As what? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh. I'm probably not going to see it, but <laughs> so I will never know. Yeah, I'm probably not going to see that movie either. Um, what about the famous Jameses? Um, James Spader. Oh, okay. Um, Jimmy Stewart. Peter Capaldi. Sorry, I was. About Peter. <laughs> that's a that's a James good one. Stewart. Okay. Um, James Marsden. James Mangold. Ooh. Director of Logan. Director of Logan. Um. Um. Fuck. Can't mm. think of any other famous Jameses. I feel like James Cameron. James Cameron. Jim. Jim Cameron. Jim. Jim. My close personal friend, Jim Cameron. Cast me in Avatar 3, Jim. Put me in, coach. I'll I'll be big and blue. I can act just about as well as Sam Worthington can, <laughs> which means out he's, of a paper bag. He's gotten better. He's he better has in, gotten a lot better. too. He's yeah. a lot better. Um. I really liked that movie. I did. Did too. we talk about that? Maybe. I didn't uh I didn't log it on Letterboxd, but I really liked that fucking movie. I loved that goddamn yeah. movie. No. Um <laughs> I think there's about sixteen Other... uh Navi in that movie. The same amount of candles as in the title of this song. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> have you seen the movie Sixteen Candles? No. Neither have I. Awesome. Guess we can't explore guess that. We can't, <laughs> guess we can't talk about it. Um I also haven't listened to, um, well, I, I I can't remember Touch Me, uh, that that song, like, off the dome. Let's see if we know what I feel it like is. I've probably heard it before. Well, um, let's, let's get off this video about me improving my vocal range. <laughs> um, Carson is going to sing uh, Mariah Carey songs. Well, I wrote a hook there. the other, I, I wrote, I was about to say the other day, that's a lie. I wrote a hook 10 minutes before you got here that is slightly out of my clean range. Mm. And I can hit it screaming, but I don't want to hit it screaming. I want to hit it clean. So let's see if we know this fucking song. Remarkably quiet start. Oh, there we go. This goes crazy, dude. This is pretty good. I I can't say that I'm recognizing it off rip, but Full Moon? She's a werewolf? Yo, Holy she's talking shit. about a full moon. She's talking about Andy. She's hungry for fun? She was hunting you down? 
Yo. Yeah, I don't recognize this. I was thinking that maybe like as the song went on, I would I would get it. But yeah, no, I'm not getting it. I yeah, no. Pete knows about a song that I didn't. Well, probably knows about a lot of those. Probably knows. A, yeah, I have like a couple like '80s hits like that that are like formative memories for me that fucking no one remembers. Like what? Like uh. One thing, one one thing leads to another. Oh, yeah, I know that one. I yeah, you do because you're a music person. Yeah, one thing leads to another by the fix. I think the fix. Yeah, um, with two X's as far as I, I believe. So. Oh, maybe they should get three. Mm. Um, uh, that's a banger. That's a banger. Um, I hear the secrets that you keep. Yeah, yes. The Weeknd interpolated that one into one of his songs. Did he? Yeah, on his song Secrets, he, he sings that, that chorus. Dude, he has too many songs. It's crazy. I'm going to get this out of the way. Pop records, god damn it, do not need to be 18 songs. No, most of the time they don't. I heard about a record that's being made right now because I'm friends with a... Literally one of my oldest friends is like also an industry person now. Not mm -hmm. that I'm an industry person. I'm just in a band. Mm -hmm. But one of my oldest friends is an industry person and told me about a record that is almost finished but not announced. And the reason why it's not announced is because they're waiting on the 21st song to be completed. The album has 21 canonical songs. Who's the Who's the artist? I'll we, tell you after. We can bleep it. Oh. Oh, what? Yeah. They do not need to be making albums that no, long. No, no. He is uh he is like a part of our team now. Mm. Bleep them. I I, I will. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um that's cra I mean, good for him though. I an album by that specific artist all I need from that specific artist is 10 bangers. Yeah, really. I do not need 21 fucking songs from I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It, like we we've had we've had albums come out that are just like fucking absurd in length for no goddamn reason and then they're like True. fantastic. I mean, with with the with the caliber of of songs that this artist has put out before, um maybe they no. could pull it out. No, that artist specifically uh, has like more hits than misses for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but twenty-one songs. Twenty-one is a. That's lot. a fucking commitment. Twenty-one is a lot of songs. Like, what? What's the? How long is the Zayn Malik one? Oh, Icarus God. Falls. It, it's like thirty-five <laughs> songs. And it's fucking called Icarus Falls. I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I'm gonna double check just so I'm not like talking out of my ass. But how fucking ironic that. He named the album Icarus Falls yeah. and flew too close to the sun by having his goddamn album be so long. 29 songs. 29 is so long. It is an hour and 36 minutes Fuck, long. Fuck, that should be on our made you listen. No. <laughs> I really don't want to listen to Zayn Malik's Icarus Falls. How long? What's the, like, runtime? It's an hour and a half. 
An hour and a half straight of Zayn Malik. Fucking why, dog? Is Pillow Talk on it? No, that's on the one before. Oh. Mind of Mine. Mind of Mine. He ripped off Lil Wayne for that album cover. Oh, yes, he did. Jesus, that is so many songs. Mm-hmm. Technically 28, because there's a radio edit of a song oh, from yeah. earlier. Oh, wait, no, it's not on there earlier. Never huh? mind. 29. <laughs> 29 songs. Three features, and they're all late in the track listing. Oh, God. Uh, Nicki Minaj on No Candle, No Light. Too Much. Or, sorry, Timbaland on the song Too Much. And then Party Next Door on Still Got Time. Which I can't imagine two more nondescript artists than Zayn and Party Next Door. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Party Next Door on a, on a Kanye song and then that was the biggest thing he ever did? I think so. And then he has one other track that, like, kind of rocks. She party my next door. She does party my next door. Um, I don't know what it is, though. Fuck me. Um, hang on, let me see. Party. No. He's on a Drake song. He also has, yeah. He's on a couple Drake songs. Jesus. He's on a couple Kanye songs, too. Okay, I think I know the break from Toronto song. Mm. I know that one. I don't. Um, and he also has a, everyone was listening to him, to him for a week because the first new Rihanna we got was a feature mm. from her on a Party Next Door song, That's which a, sucks. That's an incredible gambit to get people to listen to your song. I know, Let's right? Get Rihanna on there. I think that song is, I think the chorus of that song destroys too, because mm. Rihanna just sings the chorus mm-hmm. and like that chorus is amazing. But then, like, the the verse lyrics are all about it, party next door cheating on a girl and the girl that he cheated with me tooing him. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't go. And the song's called Believe It. Oh, my God. It's like he was trying to get ahead of something, but he's not famous enough for anyone to care. <laughs> so oh I'm going to get God. killed by party next door, maybe. I mean, his fans aren't going to do it. So, <laughs> someone's gotta. Do you think there's like one person out there who's like, like they've got like a party next door tattoo? I yeah, absolutely, yeah. You think so? Do you think there's one person with a party next door tattoo? I think so, and I think um, the chances of it being a Kanye fan are uh, very high because because um, he's on two songs on that yay album um and that that's not a very long record as a previous kanye stan ain't nobody getting yay tattoos no sorry not anymore if you get a yay tattoo now might as well be the iron cross might as well be no i'm just talking like if you already have one sorry Uh, yeah no if you're getting one reconsider I had like a whole like Jesus half sleeve planned out for like. Oh years. my god! I'm, I'm so, so glad. I'm, yeah. <laughs> what a bullet dodged! I I like knew like I was gonna have like corresponding things for every song. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Where do you stand on like uh, artist tattoos in general? I have one. Mm-hmm. 
um, from a canceled band. So mm. <laughs> nobody can tell what it is, though. Like, yeah. like I'm lucky enough to where it's like so nondescript, or it's so like general that like any normal person would be like, "Oh, that's funny." Mm-hmm. But like, if I explain it to somebody, then they're like, "Oh, what's the tattoo?" I mean, do if I you have to if tell you want, you? I mean, you don't have to on air if you don't want to. I'm just gonna show it to you, and you can tell me if you get it or not. Okay. I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No. Um. For our audio listeners, Carson just um whipped out his balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a tattoo of R. Kelly on them. <laughs> And it's very, very nondescript. Not, R. Kelly ball expect. tattoo. Yeah. Imagine. That'd be crazy. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought about getting a car seat headrest one for a while. Um, of the, the little guy that's on yeah. the cover of How to Leave Town. Um, See, I... And this is something that Lovejoy and I talked about. Like, there were so many tattoos that I wanted, but at the age where I would have been, like, crazy about getting them... I was spending all of that money on trying to be a professional musician. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm still doing that. I'm spending my money elsewhere. And like now as a nearly 30 year old man, as, as someone in their late twenties, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need a bunch, you know? Yeah. Um, I think all of mine would probably be like movie or book related. Mm-hmm. Cause even if like a director gets canceled, like, I don't know. You it's still have like it's in reference to a work rather than a person. Yeah, exactly. Which you could technically say about a lot of artists, but people don't idolize like you're like people don't idolize directors like they idolize artists. And also Not like as widely known. No, yeah. Yeah. So like so. yeah, I, I feel like that's a safer bet than like a TV show tattoo is pretty safe too. Um Yeah. Because, like, I mean, as long as you don't get, like, one of an actor. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, But. I think all of mine would probably be anime related. Yeah. Like, I'd get I'd get the brand of sacrifice from Berserk on me. Yeah. For sure. I think. um, I finished Eva. Did I tell you? Oh, really? What'd yeah. you think? Oh, my God. That ending is ridiculous. You watched uh, End of Evangelion, right? No, not yet. Dude. I haven't seen it yet. Dude. You thought. You thought the like episodes ending was wacky? Just wait, brother. <laughs> well, it, like the last episode, like barely feels like a real episode. Like it's they ran out of money. So yeah, no, not, no, no. I but, gathered that, yeah. but it's like I'm like, what the hell is happening? But I I realized that spoilers for Evangelion, real quick. It's, it's like, like twenty years old. <laughs> I know, but still, I hadn't seen it. And if yeah. if it if this had been spoiled for me, I would have been a little upset. But yeah. like the human uh, instrumentality project, like everyone becoming one, like happens, mm-hmm. right? So like everyone is everyone, mm-hmm. and he's just like it, it's just his perspective of him like absorbing, yeah, everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. that okay. So I did interpret it correctly, yeah. yeah. Those no. those episodes are um, everyone's individual perspective on on that event happening. That's so crazy. And then EOE is that is the literal event. So like, you get to see I, it. I thought like the last 
two or three episodes were like, like you can accept that as the canon because they ran out of money. It's still canon. Or it's just EOE like, is like, okay. EOE Don't is- Don't tell the, me shit about EOE. Yeah, I, I'm not going I, to. I, um, I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah. EOE is the, um, it's, it's happening at the same time as those last two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So cool. like chronologically, um, it's a, it's a little confusing, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, since those last two episodes are not literal events, the, 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 yep. the timing of those is also a little like up in the air too. Mm, I see. But, I um, see. yeah, EOE is like, they're both canon. So interesting. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the, the things that aren't canon or at least are in a different canon are the, uh, the rebuilds. Oh, those, that, are, those have come out like recently, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are different. Um, it started out as, as the guy wanting to make a movie from the show with like better sure. animation and shit. And then he was just like, what if I change the story though? And then he did. Interesting. Yeah. Are they good? Uh, I haven't seen them because I'm a little stupid idiot. Oh, okay. But I've heard they're good. All right. So. Yeah. You know what else is good? This Fallout Boy song. Yeah, that we, that we barely, barely talked, talked about. about. Yeah. It's a, it's just there's not like a terrible amount to talk about. Like it's catchy. It is really catchy. Like around the second time I listened to it, I was singing yeah. along to the chorus. Like the chorus is great. But there's just like apart from that, it is so simple. And it's not it's really short. I think about it as like a um if Fall Out Boy wrote an All-American Rejects song. That's kind of how I've been looking at it, too. Not not All-American Rejects so much as it's just like, this is so geared to be a single. Mm-hmm. I don't know what just happened upstairs in my house, but it's so, like, it's so directed to be what it is. Mm-hmm. There's no left turns or surprises or and honestly uh, it's not to say that the ambition isn't there because i mean like it still very much is there's a lot of love put into this mm-hmm. um it's just a different type of love than dance dance and frankly sugar and and uh uh gosh what's the other single slept i slept with someone, with someone in fallout yeah. boy like very, very different amounts of effort and love put into the maybe not effort. Maybe the word that I'm looking for is artistry. This feels like we need another single. Mm-hmm. Let's write the best possible single we can write. And like I said, it's it out of the singles on this record, it's my second favorite below dance dance. Mm-hmm. So you know, it worked. It I worked. think this song is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed? Uh, I don't know if you did a whole lot of research, but have you noticed that this is like only in the set list sometimes? No, I haven't. It's um, it bounces around. It's been back recently, mm-hmm. but I have a sneaking suspicion that the label maybe thought like this is going to be your biggest song, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't, and they don't really feel obligated to play it since it didn't end up being their biggest song. You know yeah. what I mean? And especially like, cause I mean, from a label perspective, like obviously you think is this is going to be the biggest one on the album. Cause like 
if you're a suit, this is your favorite song on the album, yeah. 100%. Because yeah. you listen to Dance Dance, and it's too like aggressive and, and weird to, to pop off in your mind. Sugar yeah. is still catchy, but like not as immediate as this, I think. Yeah, um, and Sugar is also... Sugar also like has a breakdown, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not as straightforward in general. Yeah, the it's got that long intro too. Mm-hmm. Um, so all, all together, like sugar is like that's awesome, but but I like eh, this sixteen. But candles I like business. this sixteen candles one that's short and yeah, yeah. So, I slept I mean, with someone in Fallout Boy. You're like that's a metal song as far as. <laughs> That's that's the suit's least favorite song on the record. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's So I mean, I get why it was a single. I mean, if I listened to this and I found out later that it wasn't a single, I'd be like, "Why?" Cuz like just yep. logically, if you have this, then and, like, why not try to make it your biggest one? And I know that there have been people who have commented like, "Why doesn't Carson like uh from another court tree?" I do. But I will say the four singles on this record are the four biggest highlights. Apart from EXO. Apart from EXO, of course, because EXO is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I often do forget that it's on this record, but mm-hmm. like EXO's way too weird to be a single, too. And it's also the closing track. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think that the four songs that they picked are, as singles are like, the four big standouts. Our lawyer's a great opener, mm-hmm. but like, what's after our lawyer? Sugar? No. Um, Hang on, we can look. Yeah, we can. We have technology. Um, of all the gin joints. Yes, two. exactly. So like, eh. Gin dance, dance. Good. D- gin joints is fine. Dance, dance. Huge highlight. Sugar, we're going down. Huge highlight. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I've got a dark dark alley and a bad idea that says you should shut your mouth. Eh, seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, good song. Sophomore slump. Pretty good. Champagne for my real friends. Pretty good. I slept with someone. Huge highlight. Mm-hmm. This song. Huge highlight. Get busy living and get busy dying. Really, really great song. And then EXO. Amazing closer. Mm-hmm. Like. The way that that all ties together is is great and perfect for an album of this ilk. Yeah. An album with four honestly pretty big singles. Well, three pretty big singles and one song that is crazy. <laughs> one insane, uh, like I said, Suits would call I Slept With Someone in Fall Out Boy a metal song probably. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like the song that they put on uh, guitar hero you know what i mean yeah they're like that one can go on video games <laughs> um so I, I i do think that maybe i don't think they have any resentment towards this song but i do think that the label was like no 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 no, no. six minute video for this iconic six minute video this shit is going to be this bigger sh- they- than you it's going to be bigger than life. This might be the biggest song on our whole fucking record if, label. If you're a one-hit wonder, this is the one hit. Like, And then that didn't happen. And then which, that didn't happen. Which, thank you know, God. Thank God. <laughs> I will say Dance Dance does body this song. Oh, yeah. Like, it, 100%. Dance Dance does kick the tar out of this fucking it's, thing. It's so crazy to think about like 
dance dance being on any body of work <laughs> oh yeah because like uh, th- this record for me is like oftentimes i like it better as individual songs rather than Same. a cohesive yeah. work because yeah. like i can i can just listen to dance dance and sugar and xo on their own and be mm-hmm. like pog champ but like listening to the whole record because the the sequencing is weird sequencing's weird which you talked about yeah. it's not consistent um it's great i will say reading the sequencing just now it's it's great for the way that the singles are paced out mm-hmm. as like there's two really really big ones at the front of the record and then there's the back two re- uh the back two singles are are like closer to the end mm-hmm. so i think it's paced well for the sake of the singles but not how you should sequence a record yeah so, yeah yeah this this song um I, I feel like we haven't really gotten across uh how good it is just because we've been saying how simple it is simplicity yeah. does not mean bad no 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 not at um, all not at all there are a lot of really simple songs that are like just god tier and that's just because um simplicity like all other aspects of a work is is neither good or bad um it's all context dependent just like Mm -hmm. complexity is neither good or bad Um, yeah you you go listen to a whole dream theater record and you tell me that complexity is a good thing (laughs) Um, (laughs) i fucking hate that band dude i have a oh man i have a friend who really really loves dream theater i just can't get into him which friend uh he lives in germany he's like oh well yeah of course he's an online friend um shout out Hasibo. Um or Hasibo. I don't know how to Hasibo. say it out loud. I've never really had to Hasibo. Before. Um but he loves Dream Theater. Um and uh I I can't get into him because like that that's not why I listen to metal. <laughs> no, same, yeah. No. I never really got the appeal of like prog metal in general. I can't kick the shit out of anybody to Dream Theater. No. You know? <laughs> If you kick I don't the feel shit out badass of... <laughs> walking around a dream theater. Yeah, you, you put on dream theater and you, and you feel like you're listening to a jazz record. And it's very like weird because oh, I want to listen do that to... to jazz. Oh, well, don't, yeah, it's don't like besmirch jazz like that. Because I listen you put to put on a I dream would, theater. I would record rather and you listen feel to like jazz. You're the guy that wears a trench coat to school. <laughs> you put on dream theater and you you feel like uh something. <laughs> You put on Dream Theater and you you feel like a guy that knows every state capital. <laughs> you put on Dream Theater and you you feel like you're a guy from Germany who's my friend that I met online. <laughs> if you, if you listen to Dream Theater out there, no hate. Uh, we just don't like that band. <laughs> yeah, no. You I'm put sure on Dream have. Theater and you're like, I should take a train everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you put on Dream Theater and you start. Uh, thinking about the Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> you put on Dream Theater and you start thinking how cool it would be to ride a bike that has one big wheel and one small wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that you have to run and jump to get yeah. onto. <laughs> you put on Dream Theater and you're like, I, fu- I could fucking run and jump onto that bike right there. <laughs> put on Dream Theater and you're like... I should wear a straight jacket and then they sh- and then someone should lower me off of a crane into water and then I should <laughs> escape from the straight jacket when I they am pull Houdini me out. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, no more of this. <laughs> <laughs> no more of this riff. Oh goodness. Why did we bring up Dream Theater? Weapon? 
Uh, because you were talking about how complexity doesn't make something good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Um, same thing could go for simplicity. Um, yeah. And you listen to, uh, to a whole, fuck, what's it, what's an artist I can bag on for simplicity? Lil Dicky. You listen to a whole Lil Dicky record and you tell me that simplicity is a good thing. You listen to a whole Zane record and tell me. <laughs> tell me that having... 28 goddamn songs in your records. Why didn't he name himself Zane Malik? The audacity of this man to say. I think that's just his name. I know. I'm saying he he called himself Zane. Yeah, but I think that's his name. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Like, I think his parents named him that. I know, but his artist name is just Zane. Yeah. It's not Zane Malik. Yeah. That's like if I just started making music under Carson. <laughs> Well, Zane is like a, it's got more like, I don't know, draw than, than just, than Carson. I, oh, okay. We're going yeah. there. Well, I'm not yeah. saying that my name would be any better in that regard. <laughs> Dawson. Yeah. I just start putting the out album. music as Dawson. Icarus Falls by Dawson. <laughs> There's no allure to that. His first record is 18 songs. Still too long. So long. It's an hour. It's a fucking hour of Zane. It's, that's too much Zane. I don't need that much. Dude, I'll I don't need to, any Zane. I'll listen to Icarus Falls if if you do. I don't want to want to listen to Icarus Falls. I know. I don't want to listen to Icarus Falls either, but I <laughs> I will if you do it. Is this like a game of chicken where we're daring Icarus each other Falls to press, chicken to press play on Apple Music? See, his 2021 record Nobody is Listening, very funny title. Uh Cheeky guy. Hilarious. It's 11 songs. 36 minutes. That's what he should have been doing the That's whole great. time. That's great. That's what I want from you, Zane. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to thirty-six minutes of you. Mm-hmm. I won't. I've listened to thirty. I've listened to uh, forty-two minutes of Merzbell before. Crazy. This is no different. <laughs> Zane and Merzbell, completely the same. Dude, can you imagine the, the collab Zane, album? The collab. The century. Zane Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing the Full of Hell Nothing collab merch right now. Yeah. Two weird artists that that made a record together, and I I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's awesome. But I mean, like, can you imagine the merch for the Zayn Merzbow collab? It goes so hard. It would go so crazy. We got to come up with more of those. What like Zayn Merzbow collab? Or yeah, like more. a di- like a a weird collab. A more weird collab. Yeah. Um, Carly Rae Jepsen and Chad Kroger of Nickelback. I see that I can hear in my head though. You want to know something crazy? Because Chad Kroger helped write "Hello Kitty" by Avril Lavigne. You want to know something crazy? What they do have a song together, unreleased, registered on ASCAP. It's called "I'll Admit There Was Music." What? It's called "I'll Admit There Was Music," or maybe "I Admit There Was Music," but still, that's what it's Shut called. Shut the fuck up. It's, it's not like, real. It's a Carly Rae Jepsen and Chad Kroger written song called I Admit There Was Music. And it has not come out and it probably will never come They're out. They're going to bring the troops home with that one. <laughs> that gets released. Everyone's united from now on. Yeah, I need to hear that. I don't know what the fuck that would sound like. Maybe she's waiting to drop it. For what? It's been in the vault for know. years. Did he help write it or is he featured on it? We don't know. No They're, one knows. Because, I mean, it's just, a, it's just an ASCAP registration, so it just shows the writers. Eventually. Eventually. 
I'm gonna I'll I, admit there was music is so crazy funny. title for a song. <laughs> like what is the, what the fuck does that mean? I admit it. There was music. I'll admit there was music. Hey, if there was one thing that happened at that point, it I was definitely music. I can promise you music. that there was in fact music. I can promise you. If you came here to listen to a song or music, I got you. All right, but fine. But I don't cuz it's not fine. coming out. Twist my fucking arm. I admit I'll it. admit it. There was music. <laughs> All right, I admit it. There was music. All right, fine. 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 If it'll shut you up. <laughs> Just I'll please, admit it. Please let my family go. And it was Dream Theater. <laughs> Imagine Carly Rae Jepsen Dream Theater collab. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. No, thank you. I think Zane Mersbaugh is 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 that's the pretty pick. good, pretty like good. Uh, Zane and uh, do you remember that noise artist that got like went mildly viral a few years ago whose name was Bucket of Piss? No. Can I play you some Bucket of Piss right now? Sure. I wonder what it will sound like. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder if it will sound like noise. Hang on. Bucket of Piss. Do you think? Uh, you think Bucket of Piss is Pete Wentz's secret side project? Bucket of Piss. Discography. Piss Bucket confirmed. Okay. On r slash Tears of the Kingdom. Bucket of Piss live at Cherry Park. This is the video. Oh, I've seen this video. That goes kind of crazy. I wonder, like... I love it so much! It's so crazy. For for our audio listeners, he's got, like, some kind of, like, tin can wired up, and he has two, like, mallets, and he's whacking the tin can with it, and he has a microphone, and he's just yelling and whacking... And shit. It. I mean, it's exactly what you'd expect a a live noise performance to look like in in someone's basement. Um, which no I'm, shade to like. I might love him. He's he's awesome. Um, it's very uh the frequencies that he's hitting with that can are are insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you do it's at a so- at a show like that? What do you like? What you as vibe, an audience dog. member? What do you do? You vibe. You dog. just stand there. <laughs> Imagine crowd killing to that. To a bucket of piss. Yeah. I've thought about it quite a bit. It's like uh, you can still buy this physical tape. Oh no, you can only buy the digital album. Damn, I was gonna say washed. You could still buy the tape. I know. It's sold out. It's only two tracks: side A, which is fifteen minutes twenty-five seconds. And side B, which is 15 minutes, 30 seconds. I wonder he what find, it sounds He like. found a midpoint and he said, I'll, I'll splice it here. I'll, I'll cut it off here. I'll cut it off here. Uh, listening like, to noise music on a cassette is really funny to me. Yeah, oh, I think it's <laughs> hilarious. I Listen, listening it. to it on vinyl is also really funny. I had, um, I had Pulse Demon for a little while. Oh, a lot of people have Pulse Demon. Yeah. Like, that's like the noise album at this point, basically. I like the one that comes after it a little bit better, but that's only because I 
like that one has some passages that feel like slightly planned. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is this is a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's noise music is like it's very interesting. I like it when it's incorporated into other genres more than just itself. Oh, I think everyone does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you never know. It yeah. could be a guy who's who's who wakes up in the morning and uh turns on pulse demon and is like we're so back everyone yeah Which, no shade to that guy no shade to that guy at all I, in fact i might be that guy yeah i hate to say it that's crazy i mean i don't hate to say it <laughs> i think Merzbell merch is like harder than anything i think that's way cooler than uh one of my teachers in college um brought up Merzbell one time and i was like that's crazy it wasn't even like a music class it was like global issues or something and he, he brought up Merzbell. yeah i don't remember why i was just like huh <laughs> i know that guy <laughs> i played it in the car for my for my coworkers one time why um it was like a bit i don't know i don't know I'm, i think i just wanted to upset people yeah it's a good way to do it and my coworker maurice was like this is cool yeah I was like, you don't think that. That's all right, though. I forget sometimes that, like, noise music is, like, not something that people just know about. Because, like, there was a tweet that went, like, semi-viral recently from the account um, (laughs) Depths of Wikipedia. Oh, sure. And it was just the entry for noise music. Oh, yeah. And I saw that, and I was like, yeah. And? But, like, a lot of people were like, music is noise. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is not, like... Oh yeah. If you ask a coworker about noise music, he's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" I about? wonder if like the Pulse Demon album cover is gonna get like Urban Outfitters. <laughs> like, I don't think it'll ever get that popular. I think no, no, no. I, I, I mean, similar to how like Urban Outfitters sells Metallica shirts. Well, that's way different because Metallica was the oh, biggest band on. on the planet for At a one while. Point, yeah, is never gonna be the biggest artist on the planet. Well. Since you just said that, he's going to prove you wrong. Hey, I would love for him to. Yeah. Merzbow, this is a challenge. Become the biggest artist in the world. I do think it's funny that he's like, he's like, yeah, I could write real music, but. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know if he does that. I don't know if he says things like that. <laughs> Did you just lie? Yeah, I just lied. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, we like to spread misinformation on this podcast. I do know that his, his like, the only way he would do that album with Full of Hell was he was like, no clean singing. And they were like, all right, fine. Yeah, fuck it's it. It's not like we do that anyway. Yeah. He's collaborated with Merz- with uh, Boris, too. Yeah. But I Boris is, like, it. legendary. Yeah. And Boris is also Japanese, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, I got Flood on vinyl recently. I haven't Ooh. listened to it. You know, my favorite thing that Boris and Son ever did was that collab album that they did. With Merzbell? No. It's a, it's a, there's a Boris and Son collab album. Oh. And it's awesome. Oh, Son, like the, okay. Like Son O. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Boris and Son as like a, as like a funny bit. The law firm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Boris and Son. No. I forget that like, that's how you pronounce Son is just Son. Fucked up. I'm going to stage dive at the Son concert. I know a band that broke up because... They they were opening for Sun, which was like a big deal that they got to open for Sun, but the only way they got to open for them is if they teched for them too. 
And Sun has a lot of fucking amplifiers. Oh, goodness. And this band, Dead in the Dirt, broke up because they were like, I can't believe that you got us on this fucking tour and we have to set up all these fucking amps every night. <laughs> they just broke up. So. That's crazy. Pretty funny. Why didn't they just hire Tex? Um, I don't know. That's a great question. Why didn't they just hire people to do that? <laughs> We're talking a lot about extreme music on That's this true. episode about the simplest Fall Out Boy song, I think, ever. One of them. Maybe the, the, furth- the furthest from an extreme song that they got. Definitely. I mean, I... No, uh, well, Feeling So Good Right Now is, is pretty far from extreme. Feeling So Good Right Now is the only song I can think of that is as simple as this. Yeah. And, it, it, and it's like way lighter than this one. It's way lighter, but I will say there's more going on in that song than there is going on. In yeah, that. I'm talking like tone-wise. Sure, like, sure. Because you, um, you could see So Good Right Now in like a Pixar movie credits, and I don't think you sure, could put yeah. this in the Pixar movie credits. Do you have so much for Stardust on vinyl? I just got it for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Man, my family hates me. <laughs> um, I mean, I just, I, I, uh, I just asked specifically for um i asked for smithereens by joji um desire i want to turn into you by caroline polachek and so much for stardust for christmas nice um because it, record shopping for me is like um if you see me like post something that i like to listen to i probably already have it sure um so it's like unless you ask for my discogs page then it's like there's a chance that you'll get something that I already have, which has yeah. happened before. Yeah. So I just ask for specific records rather than just records. Yeah. Um, my brother still pulled out a, a surprise though. He he got me um, Gunfighter songs by Marty Robbins. I think it is the the guy who wrote the the Big Iron songs. Um, the I'm not familiar <laughs> with this cat at all. Really? You no. not you you don't know about the Big Iron? No. He's got the Big Iron on his hip. I got nothing for you. That's man. crazy. Well, for those who know, shout out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, is that an old country western guy? Yeah. Or? Oh, old, okay. Old record. Um, and Fuck yeah. I didn't already have that one, and so it was a, it was a surprise opening that one. I was like, oh shit, gunfighter nice. ballads. Nice. Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh. I don't have a lot of standout lines on this one. Um. I like. Uh. I don't like I like I don't blame you for being you but you can't blame me for hating it. Yeah, that's cheeky. It's cheeky and fun. I set my clocks early cuz I know I'm always late is Yeah. In reference it, to to fun. kissing a girl is yes. really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very funny. Yeah, chorus is the best part about this song. Um and like yeah. the the I think it's really funny that they do the the obligatory like stop all instruments so that they can finish the last line of the chorus the first time and then they don't do it again the rest of the song. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you get it once. We're not doing it again. Right, yeah. I do think that uh, that chord that they ring out at the end, it like must be on a different type of guitar because it just sounds so like... It's so limp. It's so limpy <laughs> and, and so just like... I bet it's a Telecaster. Maybe. I don't know. Someone posted them playing all of Calculating Infinity on a Squire Telecaster. And I was like, that is hard. That's awesome. That is crazy. (laughs) Like in one sitting? 
Uh, there's like one take. There's like one cut. Um, mm. because I think they fuck up something in maybe Clip the Apex, mm. which is a hard song, so I don't blame them. I need to listen to that record. It's a good record. All the songs are the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the there's song. like I would say Calculating Infinity has like five of my like like unfuckwithable Dillinger songs. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Ironworks has like ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of us is the killer has like 12 damn one of us is the killer is perfect mm. i love that fucking record i love calculating infinity it's just the songs get a little samey for me mm-hmm. um but i love most of that record mm-hmm. it's awesome destro secret oh ridiculous anyway anyway yeah i'm not familiar uh with yeah i don't That that one comment about uh, this podcast be an hour of bullshit and then song good. In this case, it ends. is true. It yeah. is very true, this episode. Yeah. Just because, I mean, there's not. I don't not... really care, though. I'm having fun talking to my friend. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's a song on a record that is really good. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it it's not like. It it doesn't have the same like lyrical punch as as like dance dance does or or even the opener of this album. No, um, I think this. I mean, it's, it's very about, straightforward. Like that's the that's the word for this episode. It's straightforward. Very straightforward. Yeah, I I do like how it's not terribly punchy lyrically, but it is like it gets the point across and like. It's it's simple enough to where, like, this is what we're talking about is like, there's so few thinker lines on this one that, of course, a suit is like, well, f- well I, I can perfectly understand everything that this song is about. Mm-hmm. That's why it's the best song on the record. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, well, what are you waiting for? Go kiss her. This song is a suit's dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's a suit's dream, but not one that makes me want to kill myself. Um, in fact, quite the opposite. Um, if a suit was like, like if I wrote this song and a suit was like, you need to put this out as a single, I would be like, all right. Yeah, no, sure. 100%. Yeah. Sounds good, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would not be mad at that. Neil Avron produced. So maybe Neil, Neil was like, Neil was like, we need one more single. Shout out Neil. Yeah. Um, Shout out Neil. I hope they keep working with Neil. I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. I'd also, um, I'd also like to them to maybe do something a little oddball. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Fish just left Bring Me the Horizon hmm. and uh, join Fall Out Boy. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I'm not saying join Fall Out Boy because I would like to, I would like Jordan Fish to eventually have enough free time for me to make a record with him, but mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be very interested in a Jordan Fish Fall Out Boy thing. Yeah. But I think that could be cool. Could be very cool. Could be awesome. Um, you want to rate this thing? Yeah. Since we just did Song Good. <laughs> song is for... good um i'm feeling a seven uh i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go six um uh you know what seven 
Yeah. yeah. Six feels too harsh six for feels, me. Yeah, six feels too too limp. Yeah. Um, like the chorus I like this is song really good. I like good. this song a lot. Mm-hmm. It it does not deserve. It it might come across that seven. we're like indifferent towards the song. Uh, it's really this song's fucking great. It's really it's good. just so simple. It's very very simple. Yeah. Not a lot to latch onto, which is why no, I'm giving this which seven. is not a bad thing. But not a bad thing. That's the podcast. That's you know, the podcast. we said we'd do every Fallout Boy song. <laughs> We're gonna have to get through episodes like this where yeah. there's just not a whole lot. There's to not say a whole lot it. to say, and that's okay. We that's talked okay. about a bunch of other shit. Mm-hmm. We talked about Zane feet Mersbow. Yeah, which would I mean that would go. Crazy. Hopefully, that's a reality. Yeah. You know how my brother, my brother and me, like got to be in Trolls Three just from like shit posting enough. No. <laughs> well, I did not. Hoping know maybe Mers Bow can be on a Zane song just from By... everyone. Everyone that listens to this episode to this point, go tweet at Zane Malik. <laughs> you should Merz make Bow, a song with Mers Bow. Make a song with Mers Bow, all caps. <laughs> At Zane, make a song with Mersbow. Please, please, please do it. Please. Woodpecker number three, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, before we spin this damn ass wheel and get out of here, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I haven't said this in a while. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, it helps a lot. Um, seeing the funny number go up improves my mental state. So. Keep it up, smile. Um, follow Carson and I's bands at the Calistow Boys on Instagram, at Calistow Boys on Twitter. Follow my band at Bummer Hill on Instagram, at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter. Follow the podcast at The Dreaded Wheel. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. We just uploaded the next entry in the Made You Listen series, which is about... That's right. Um, Smo- it's about smoking spice with the Pope. That's true. Um, and it's also about... Uh, Mutilator by Gatherers, that record. Um, great record if you want to hear us talk about that. Um, or if you just want True. a new music recommendation, uh, listen to that record, listen to that episode by giving us money. Um, That's right. It's only $5 to only become a $5. guy. But it's $10 to become a wheel man. You, get, you don't get anything else by becoming a wheel man. Except you don't, for except our, for the title of wheel man. And our love and affection. <laughs> That's right. Um, for every wheel man that, that shows up, um, that's one firm handshake from yours truly. That's right. That's right. Um, let's spin this fucking wheel and get out of here. Now that Carson I think is I, almost done with, with his protein shake. I, I think, think you spun it last time. I spun it last time, so go for it. Blammo. I missed. Blammo. Let's see what we get, everybody. My favorite part of the episode. Uh, what is this one? <laughs> uh, this is an American Beauty, American Psycho. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have gotten the kids aren't all right. All we had right. it too good for too long. I, you know, it was going to happen. Uh, Our hot streak was going to end somehow, and it has ended. I will say the wheel, the wheel is looking a little bit. I was just thinking that. A little bit smaller. It looks a little smaller now. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, we're we're chipping away at it. We're chipping away at the wheel. Chat, we're yeah. chipping away at the wheel. Chat, um, tonight, we chip away at the wheel. So true. But join us next time for us talking about The Kids Aren't Alright and its remix. Its corresponding remix on, Hang on the who, who Make does America it? Psycho again. Who does it? Who does it? Hang on. Good question. I don't remember off the top of my head. I would like it if it was the... Shit. Who's on that? 
American Psycho again. Is it? Whoa! Who is it? Guess any, anyone. Lil Wayne. No. Guess another person. <laughs> um, Flo Rida. <laughs> uh, colder. Colder. Um. Lupe Fiasco. Warmer? Warmer. What the fuck? Who's on this song? Um. Method Man? <laughs> colder, for colder, sure. Okay. Uh. You might you might want to uh, get uh, get rid of your male gaze here. Oh, is it is Nicki Minaj on this song? Uh, colder. Colder. Um, wait, warmer. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> Cardi B wasn't popular yet, so it can't be her. Um. I genuinely want to see if you could get that. <laughs> like I, 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 um, shit. My, 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 uh, my catalog of rappers in my brain is not very wide right now. Apparently, um, I don't know why I was gonna say Glorilla. She absolutely was not popular when this album came out. Warmer though, I will say. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What the fuck? <laughs> Who's on this song? Um, <laughs> Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, just who is it? Azalea Banks. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, it's crazy. Azalea Banks. All right, well, tune in next time to hear us talk about that. Um, bye. <laughs>